Hey, broken salespeople, welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and today we're going to talk about neurology and burritos. I know, sounds weird. But let's start with explaining a burrito. I know we shouldn't have to do this, but let's take a step into that. What's on the inside of a burrito? Meat, cheese, rice, beans, peppers, um, hot sauce, you name it. I mean, you could put a lot of different things in there. Quite frankly, the inside of every burrito is chaos. There's usually not a set ratio. There's not measurements. It's kind of just a scoop of this, a scoop of that, some of this, a little bit more of that. There's no set magical ratio. Not everybody creates their burrito the same. Now let's look at the outside of the burrito, the tortilla. Well, depending on where you go, uh, whether it's a regular Mexican shop, like a regular local um, taqueria or whatever it is, or whether you go to one of the chain places, a Chipotle, a Moe's Southwest Grill, the tortilla is on the outside, the flour tortilla. And they use the exact same size for all the burritos they make. They, and it may change. Um, 10 inch, 12 inch, whatever it is. But that disc, that tortilla stays the same size. The nice thing is that tortilla adjusts based on your preferences. How much do you have? How much filling did you put into your burrito? I'm not a picky eater. I like a lot of different things. I like to experiment and try new things even. My wife is. She grew up chicken tenders and ketchup. So hers tends to be a lot more anemic than mine. So why am I talking about this from a sales podcast? Well, it's because of the neurology part of it. I'm talking about burritos because the human brain behaves in a very, very similar way. The human brain mirrors a burrito. Now I'm going to explain this metaphor and it's going to fall apart a little at the end, not unlike a burrito. So how does the human mind work? The center of the brain is called the limbic system. Now this dictates emotions. The center of the brain also encompasses the pituitary gland, which has hormones, testosterone, estrogen, uh, progesterone, all of these things. That's part of the center of the brain. It's where memories are stored, where emotions are created and held, where adrenaline, oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, where all of these things are created. It's all in the center of the brain. There's a lot of chaos in there. There's a lot of filling. The center of your brain is the inside of the burrito. That's where all this chaos is, all of these different things going on at once. There's not a lot of order or rationality there. It's just kind of everything together. Now let's look at the outside of the brain. So the frontal lobe, the cerebellum, is responsible for spatial thinking and mathematics. The parietal lobe, and I'm never confident in the pronunciation of that one, the pernatal lobe is the one kind of the top of the head. If you draw a line ear to ear over the top of your head, that's pretty much where the parietal lobe is. That covers language. The back of your head is the occipital lobe. That is where the vision and all of those, um, the way that you see things spatially, it's all kept in the occipital lobe on the back of the head. So why does this matter? Well, 
if you think of the outside of your brain as the tortilla as logic and the inside of your brain as emotions, which, how do you think you should be motivating people? Well, to do that, to think about it that way, you have to take even a step further and understand the way the brainstem works and the way um, nerve impulses go through the body. Every word you say, every action you take, every hand movement, every step, every song you sing, every step you take, every bad sing song you, uh, sting song that you mess up, it's all dictated through signals in your brainstem. Now, think of the brainstem like a straw, and you have to eat your burrito through a straw. So what you do is you take that straw and you put it smack dab into that burrito, and you try and suck in all the innards. Now, if all the rational part of the brain, numbers, language, vision, all of these hard statistics, all of these fact-based um, cognitive processes are on the outside, on the tortilla of the brain, everything has to go through the chaos through the limbic system, through the center of the brain in order for it to become action. Now as salespeople, what we're trying to do is create action, pure and simple. We want them to buy what we wanna buy. We want them to give us a call back. We want them to sign up on the line, which is dotted based on the whole Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross speech. All of these things require action, which means something in the brainstem has to be triggered and has to go down through the body. So we have to think of this as two different people. We need to think of the emotional brain and the rational brain because everything has to go through the emotional brain in order for it to become a decision. I'll take this even a step further. There's a neurologist by the name of Antonio Damasio, and I may mispronounce that one. Um, he wrote a book in 1994, um, Descartes something. It's all about emotion and cognitive processes. And he had a uh, subject, a patient by the name of Elliot. Now, Elliot was a successful businessman for a lot of years, did very, very well for himself. And then doctors found a tumor in his brain that required surgery to remove. When they removed it, they actually removed part of the orbitofrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain that helps communicate between emotions and rationality. By removing that part, the emotional part of the brain and the rational part of the brain can no longer communicate. So Elliot would purely make decisions based on emotion. Now, he was able to answer the mathematical questions because that part of his brain worked, but every decision he made was purely emotional and he never wrapped up his tortilla. He never had those processes working together to form coherent and logical steps. So every emotion, every decision has to go through that emotional, that emotional layer. And only later do we clump it all together in a tortilla that holds everything together. That's the way the human mind works. You can think of it as two different decision makers. If the wife makes all the decisions and she's the emotional one, talking to the husband may not help. Sometimes you need them both on the same page because she's, as a, the emotional person, and, and don't 
just because I picked at random the wife as the emotional person, although there may be something Freudian in it, I don't mean women are all irrational. Everybody is all irrational. Let's just say that because I don't mean it that way. I've met super rational and super emotional people with any genitals, point blank period. But if one spouse is the emotional one and one is the rational one, they have to work together to make a decision. The emotional one may not feel comfortable enough to move forward until there is logic backing it up. The logical one won't feel comfortable moving forward because they're not excited. They're not ready to go forward. So you need to convince the emotional one who will then help convince the logic because that's the way human decisions are made. It's we come to a decision and we back it up. We put it all together in that tortilla. So if you think of that straw going into that burrito and you think of it that way, everything has to funnel through emotion. So you have to start when you are selling by speaking to emotion. That has to be step one, because if you neglect emo like logic entirely and you only speak to emotion, there's nothing holding it all together. If you speak only to logic, no decision is going to be made because they're not excited. They're going to go home and think about it because that's the logical decision. Every decision logically should be, I'll hold off for more data. That should be every logical decision. That's the way the most logical people live their lives. They're the high C personality, the conscientious personality who likes to have all the data in. It's going to be tough to convince them to take a step forward without some level of emotion. So you need to have both. So how do you do that? How do you appeal to both the emotional brain where every decision has to get funneled through and the rational brain? So people who've been listening to my podcast, at least the first two episodes, because um, this is just episode three so far, they know I'm a fan of Russell Brunson. And he puts together the idea very simply, hook, story, offer, period. Hook, story, offer. When you're talking to clients, when you are doing one-sided sales, like a video, for instance, or a podcast, for instance. These are one-sided sales. These are not ones where you can have a high degree of conversation. You need to start by creating emotion. The hook in this podcast, in this episode, was how burritos and neurology tie together. Got people curious. Then within there, I started telling stories. I told the story about Elliot and uh, Antonio Damasio to explain the way the brain works and help things click in your head. Now, the action that I'm hoping you to take is actually start building uh, systems, hook story offer. So what is my offer? Keep listening. Keep listening. That is all I'm asking for you for, for today. I want you to subscribe to this podcast. I want you to, if you're watching it on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel, comment, review. All of these things help my channel out immensely. But that's what I'm offering. That's the logic. Because if you want me to continue to br get, uh, bring great content like this to you, I need your support. You don't need to send money. Don't need to buy anything. Click a couple of buttons for me. Um, 
So once again, my name is Red Staffstrom. I'm here in the workshop. Um, thank you for listening to the Broken Salespeople podcast. I look forward to talking to you guys again. And until that point, go fix yourself. <laughs>